0: I think I'm paraphrasing Bill Gates now, who said, "If you give people the right tools, you will be amazed what they can build with that. What they can build with that. What they can build with that." Ninety percent of the, market. I
1: think a real the real game marketing automation discussion. Hello and welcome, automators. This is the marketing automation discussion, where it is my job to seek out and encapsulate what is new, what is exciting, and what is doable. And marketing automation to help better your customer experience. Today is no exception. With me today I have the co-founder and CEO of Appify.com, Mr. Jan Chern Jan is a PhD in artificial intelligence and a Y Combinator fellow. This guy is no joke. Now Jan and I dive deep into the world of web scraping and how it's used by some of the largest companies out there and what it means for you today as any business owner, sales, and marketing leader. How you can actually leverage this technology in your business practice at pennies on the dollar. Now today, Jan and I discuss why he is developing the most advanced JavaScript library for web scraping and then giving it away. We discuss AI versus machine learning in the context of data analysis and web scraping. Jan has his PhD in artificial intelligence, so I made sure to at least touch on artificial intelligence, but we don't go too deep. Finally, we wrap it up with an actual automation where Jan shows us how you can turn any web database into fuel for your marketing and sales engine and how you can do that all in an automated workflow. This is the Marketing Automation Discussion. I hope you enjoy. The Marketing Automation Discussion Well, let's go ahead and talk about you. Jan, why don't you introduce yourself and then uh, mention what exactly Appify.com is. All right. Hi, Alex.
0: Uh, Thanks for having me. So my name is Jan. I am from Prague, the Czech Republic, and uh, I studied computer science and software engineering here in Prague. And then in 2008, I moved to Dublin in Ireland where I did my PhD in Artificial Intelligence at Trinity College Dublin. And uh, after coming back to Prague, I co-founded a company called Apify. Actually, back then we were called Apifier. And uh, that's actually what we're doing now still. Uh, Apify is a web scraping and automation platform. We are a software as a service uh, company that provides customers with the ability to extract data from websites or to automate workflows on the web. Basically, what we're doing, we're helping people to turn any website into an API. That's why we're actually called Appify.
1: Thank you for that introduction, Jan. And it's a pleasure to have you, of course. The first thing that we wanna talk about, we wanna give our audience a little bit of a high level, a little bit of a brass tacks view of web scraping. What is web scraping today? What works and what doesn't work? and any misconceptions that people may have. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So web scraping is basically a process of uh, extracting data from websites. You know? Actually web, as, as you know it, it's, it's been designed mainly for human. You know? Like the web pages, they have nice formatting, they have pictures and so on. But in this form, like, they are easy to read uh, by people but they are like difficult to be processed automatically by by robots or by automated systems because from the point of view of, of a computer it's just like unstructured text mainly with the uh, tables and paragraphs and you know other other elements and what web, web shaping does is actually it uses some rules uh, that help to extract structured data from this unstructured text and then to process the data uh, on large scale, you know. So this way you can easily, for example, monitor like online store of your competitor to get up-to-date information about like what's their current pricing. And then you can, for example, build smarter dynamic pricing strategies based on the data from the web. Or you can aggregate offers or download reviews from websites so that you know How is your restaurant doing uh, on TripAdvisor, for example? Or you can actually automate anything really that uh, a person can do manually in their web browser, you know? So web scraping
1: can just automate it and then run it on large scale and uh, take advantage of the data. We talk a lot about democratization of technology on this podcast, and I think this is a perfect example of where a lot of companies in the SMB space have not been approached, have not been able to have access to this type of data, meaning the large web scrape data sets and analysis of those data sets. So this is going to be particularly interesting and and, and useful to you, uh, you SMB owners, uh, because A lot of the companies in this space, in the U.S. especially, are going very upstream where they're pre-scraping these data sets and they're running analysis and they're providing the analysis back to Fortune 5000 and above companies at a very, very high cost. So when we talk about democratization of this data, Appify is now allowing business owners to choose a data set off the web based on a directory like Yelp, Realtor.com, and, and running those analysis and actually providing the data back to the end customer at a price point that's available and accessible to any business. And correct me if I'm wrong, but you know we're talking about leveraging unlimited data from the web. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like the web,
0: basically, if you if you think about it, it's the largest database like uh, developed in the human history. It just contains basically, well... Not not infinite, but like well, practically infinite amount of data, you know. And uh, the data is is like uh, one of the most important resources that we have at uh, in current day and age, because like it's 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 of the same value as, as oil or water, techni- basically. And like that's what companies are doing to trying to do like uh, around around the world is just to gather as much as data as possible, so that they can use the data to make better decisions to provide. Uh, to create better products for their customers and uh, to just run their business and uh, actually more and more companies around the world like not only the large ones and even like the small small and medium sized companies are actually realizing that and they are like looking for solutions how they can take advantage of the data from the web and uh, these people are coming to us and uh, they are actually coming with like amazing use cases uh, like what kind of data they want to extract and uh, actually we are always surprised to hear like what people want to do and uh, what business problems are they solving and how the web automation or
1: that scraping can actually help them to solve it. I see a live example on your site. So if you want to kind of check this out for yourself, you can go to appify.com about halfway down the page. There's a web crawler on top of Hacker News that spits out a nice data set from the first few pages of Hacker News. Now where this exists in your business will give you a real world example of how this works in an automation and that'll give you a really clear picture and maybe some ideas of how to run this in your business. But let's talk about you, Jan. Let's talk about your background let's talk about your doctorate and and then we'll go into a little bit of ai real quick
0: yeah cool okay i don't want to bore your listeners because speaking of my of my phd actually but uh, my research was actually focusing on mathematical statistics and statistical models of uh, of uh, dynamic systems basically uh, which is actually a subfield of of uh, artificial intelligence or mathematical statistics or robotics actually uh, it's somewhere on the intersection of these three fields, and uh, yeah, it was actually very interesting, uh, very interesting uh, years to do this kind of research. But uh, frankly, like uh, once I once I finished that, like uh, there wasn't really too many practical applications of of my research, and uh, it's actually where. Uh, also, during the years when I was doing PhD, we had uh, with my co-founder Jakub, we had a, a consulting business where we actually were building software for companies like Siemens or Oracle and like other various clients. But actually, we saw that like more and more companies were approaching us with requests to extract data from web. For example, there was a client of us, and they wanted to. Uh, automatically aggregate uh, data from uh, online stores in the UK so that they can resell the items, you know, in in an online store in Prague, for example. And we were evaluating all possible tools to do this kind of job. But actually we figured like none of the tools that, that we wanted to use was uh, solving the problem correctly. You know, We tried different like point and click web scrapers or, you know, tools that actually use machine learning to kind of like automatically help you to extract the data. But the problem was that, uh, you know, it was very difficult to actually teach these tools to do it precisely. And you know, if you want to base your business decisions on the the data, you actually need to be sure that the data you gather from the web is actually perfect, you know. So there really isn't any any room for error and uh, using machine learning or some like, uh, AI approach you know there is always a chance that like the data will not be perfect you know so we figured like you know why can't we just use the same tools people use for building websites you know like it means like writing a bit of JavaScript code you know and uh, you know defining some parameters of the crawler manually and then like there's actually like millions of people who who have this ability so why can't we just put a tool for these people, with like a little bit of uh, programming knowledge, so that they can they can like easily set up uh, their web crawler and extract the data precisely, and they can be sure that the data is correct. And uh, so we built our first like product, which was uh, called Crawler. And actually, it, it turned out that like even with like quite, it has quite simple design, uh, it's applicable to like large spectrum of use cases, you know, uh, and was able to extract data from like uh, like a variety of, of websites you know and the the just one of the issue with the, with the first product that we had was that uh, it was limited you know there was like only a certain amount of things you could do with it, but our the, the, our customers were coming and they were asking all right this is great I want to crawl for example the prices from these websites every day and then I want to For example, compare the price every day and then like get automated notification when price of some product dropped. And we were like, well, you know, we can't really do this because we have no technical means to to build this. But actually, we thought like, why can't we build some platform where people can run these kind of like automation jobs uh, as well? And actually, where they can create any kind of automation job if they just know a little bit of, of, of uh, programming. So we build this new system, which, which we call uh, Actor. And it's a place where you can just run pretty much any code uh, and uh, then use it to automate any workflow on the web that you actually want to do. And for, of course, like there are people who don't have programming skills, who don't want to set these things themselves. So we launched a library where people actually share what they already built on top of our platform, these actors, and uh, so quite often you can actually just come to our website and uh, find uh, the scraper or crawler for a website that's already built by someone else, and you can just use it and you don't need to program anything, you know. And once you actually find these tools in the library, you can actually connect them with uh, other actors in the library and then like make like more complicated the workflows. So for example you can have one actor which will extract the data from some website, second actor which will do data processing and the third actor in the pipeline which will perform some action like send a notification or upload some data to CRM or send an email. Basically the platform what we build is really just a generic That automation platform where you can
1: create, where you have really complete freedom on what you can build with it. You know, it stems across the whole industry and what you guys are doing, which I really love is taking a use case that's working for so-and-so founder and making it available for the other users of Appify. So I don't need to necessarily write the book every time I use Appify. I can just see what other business leaders and other developers are using Appify for, and you guys make that incredibly accessible and available for all users. I think that is just something that not many founders are doing and and not doing it enough, you know, making it a part of your product, making the ability to grab and go with respect to what is working and how your product is working in real life, making that accessible for all users. So I love that about you guys. And I, I think that's going to be a very important part of your platform and your growth. So I commend you for making those decisions. It's not an easy decision to make. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, uh, of
0: course, like uh, there, there are like two paths that we could like take. And one, one was like to build more like custom tools for specific use cases and provide them as, as uh, like ready-made solutions for customers and i think that that would bring us closer to platforms like uh, zapier you know where you have like boxes for for or, or or they call it apps for all kind of services and then you just connect them together but the the, the problem is you know there is like only a, there is a certain limit of what you can do with these tools you know and once you want want, want something more something more custom or something more specific or something which uses like a, more data or wants to write more rows to google spreadsheet for example you you hit the limit you know very quickly so we we figured and because also we are like hackers ourselves that if we provide like some uh, set of basic tools to our users and give them enough freedom to build whatever they want with it you know we are actually not be surprised you know like what are they're gonna, gonna build with it. And actually, I think I'm paraphrasing Bill Gates now, who said, if you give people right tools, you will be amazed that they can build with that. So we wanted to have the platform generic. So like anybody can actually run their code. You can, if you build some interesting crawler or scraper, you can publish it for anyone else to use it. And actually, people can just use it like with a few clicks and they don't need to have actually any programming skills whatsoever. Like we are adding more and more, uh, these actors to our library that uh, actually don't require any programming. You just like, for example, enter the domain or, I don't know, if you are interested in data from booking.com, you just enter the name of the city and to just get your data. And like the more and more people will actually uh, build these actors and share them in our library, the more and more users are going to use them and the more and more demand will be there for developers to create new ones. And uh, We believe like this way we can kind of grow and build an ecosystem of uh, open source tools running on top of Appify that people can just share and use to solve their business uh, use cases. But of course, we realize that like not everybody has programming skills or some companies who don't have resources or uh, people to, to build the web scrapers or crawlers themselves. So what we are actually trying to run now is, uh, is a sort of marketplace where we actually uh, are uh, building a, a community of developers all around the world who can actually build tools for customers who come to our website. You know, they fill some information about their use case, so they say, "Okay, I need to get data from this website and then upload it." To, to this system or integrate it with this platform and so on. So we kind of always analyze the, the the use case and then like find the right developer to build it for the customer. Send the customer the quote and then the customer in a few weeks of time just gets ready-made solution. You know, and sometimes the customer can decide also to publish it in the library so that like anyone else can can also use it. And for this way, we're actually building. A, Really, a marketplace where businesses and developers can actually help each other and build actually amazing tools that are not available out there at the moment, you know, and that no other
1: platform currently provides. It's getting a little bit scary how fast and how easy and how accessible everything is. You know, it's exciting. It's a very exciting time to be in, in marketing and in product right now and in automation especially. And just to summarize the main point of of what you just talked about is democratization of best use cases from other users of your platform and making those accessible and a part of your product in the form of your nomenclature actors and then rolling all of that up into a marketplace and making it accessible for everybody across the planet to just call on these best use cases and the developers behind them and be able to generate that use case inside their business
0: of course there are customers who prefer to keep their their software private you know and and that's perfectly perfectly fine you know but like of course we encourage people if it's something which could be very valuable for others just just share it you know and like, we are big fans of open source and uh, we actually recently released uh, what we are trying to make the most uh, advanced web scraping and crawling library for javascript so uh we launched it uh, i don't know four weeks ago and actually it had amazing success on on github you know so like we're actually like trying to uh, give something back to the community and uh, enable people to build more and
1: better tools uh, to help them get advantage of the data from the web yeah, definitely share a link to that. I'd love to link to that JavaScript library. That's that's very interesting for our developers that listen. Now, okay, so we, we talked about a lot. I think we, we definitely covered what Appify is and what it's, where it's headed and what it means to business owners right now. So if you, if you don't have that as a listener, definitely check out the article and go to appify.com and check out the links that we embed there. Now we talked a little bit about AI and I don't want to go into AI, but I do want to talk about how AI versus ML is used in data analysis of large sets. So a lot of people listening may think, great, you know, you can provide us with a very large data set. But um, you know, when we talk about ML's use cases, sorry, machine learning's use cases today. The major use cases and in, in analysis of, uh, of large data sets, which can then become AI, but brass tax use cases, real world use cases can give us the quick AI versus ML definition and analysis and then, and then talk about where ML is in terms of its ability to analyze data and then maybe connect that to what Appify is providing the end users in terms of help with the analysis side of things.
0: Oh, yeah, cool. So artificial intelligence is actually extremely broad term and uh, it's like an umbrella term that uh, where you can kind of put like a, like a large portion of computer science actually related to decision making, analysis, statistics, uh, robotics, control theory and so on, you know, so it's, it's really an umbrella term and you can kind of think of anything behind it really, you know, and while machine learning is a subfield of artificial intelligence which is actually specializing in uh, well, teaching machines to make decisions or or uh, to perform some, some automated action using a vast amount of data so uh, machine learning is, is effectively a subfield of artificial intelligence and uh, you know, if you want to, for example, run machine learning on some specific task, it's, it's usually useful for tasks which are, let's say, uh, uncertain or a or, or bit, bit, bit random, you know? So, for example, like, machine learning is, is amazing for processing of data and finding patterns in, in amounts of data and then using those patterns found to make decisions or to tell you something about about new data and but to run a successful machine learning system you need uh, to have large amounts of data to to teach the system and that's actually where Apple comes into play because where you can get these amounts of data like if you are not a large company or you know if you're if you're not google who has like trillions of terabytes of data you know and that's where web comes into play and uh, you can just extract the data from the web you know so like if there's something in your specific business field something uh, some data you would find interesting and it could be maybe the for example the prices of uh, of the products in your space you know so you can use web scraping with or some other scraping company and uh, extract the data and then use it uh, as, a, as a training data set for your model and make decisions on top of it. you know and uh, we've actually plenty of customers who are doing exactly that so one of the interesting use cases is uh, sentiment analysis for uh, for example product reviews or reviews of restaurants or hotels and so on so you know, we're scraping data for these companies uh, about reviews and uh, then they then feed it to their uh, sentiment analysis systems and then they figure, like, for example, uh, that some product is, you know, that, that, that customers are not talk, talking well about the product and then they can use this information to make some decisions about, like, how to market the product or what to change and so on, you know. So actually, Apify is a tool that can really help you to build large machine learning data sets uh, by extracting data from
1: the web. We always love to tie this back into uh, automation and what we can do as business owners today to go ahead and start leveraging the power of Appify. And we picked out one that I think is great. I mean, it's it's something that is top of mind for me. I'm working with a CRM that's very big in the real estate industry right now. And I'm also helping a platform that deals with new home construction. So I found this blog post on your site titled Appify Powering Real Estate aggregator and it's a case study and we can talk about what it is and then we can, uh, let's expand it to how it can be used in other industries outside real estate. So let's let's first go ahead and give the high level of what the case study was.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, it was actually one of our early projects and uh, we helped one company here in Prague, the Czech Republic, uh, to build a system that uh, basically, crawls uh, let's say a few dozens of uh, largest like real estate websites in the in the country, and extract data from those websites. And uh, so uh, the, the the crawlers are basically running running every day, like even like every few minutes to get up to date information. And then w- we also helped build some uh, data processing pipeline which removes for example duplicates because one apartment or one house can be can be advertised on number of websites so what we created was like a clean database of of uh, uh, up-to-date real estate offers it included like houses and apartments rentals sales everything and actually we created this like up-to-date like real-time data set and uh, actually it's amazing like what can you do with it you know so there was a company and they built a a user facing app on top of this data where you could for example set up an automated watchdog so you said okay I want uh, I'm looking for rental of apartment in this part of town and whenever there was a new apartment uh, available matching your criteria you would get an email notification so you could be actually the first person to to contact the owner to rent that apartment or actually to buy it and i i know several people who actually bought an apartment like this because they were the first one to call and uh, this kind of data can actually be also used for uh, analysis of the prices uh, and the market so there are some other companies who are using this data to basically get a better understanding of the real estate market and like how it evolves over, over time you know like And it actually helps them to make decisions in terms of like whether to invest into new construction projects or not whether the market is is overheating or how's it doing you know where are the prices of of rentals where are they going and so on you know and you can actually apply this kind of technology to many other domains actually not only for real estate you know so you could build similar aggregators for I don't know used cars or or hotels or or short-term accommodation like on websites like Airbnb and so on you know actually the number of options what you can do with the data from the web is is really amazing like sometimes we are like really surprised when we hear about use cases of, of our, our users and like what companies are are well companies are contacting us with their use cases and sometimes like they are actually quite amazing and we, we were like hmm we never thought of this like who is this doing? who is doing this you know so it's actually amazing like what power the web actually brings to to businesses now
1: Yeah, I digested this in a few ways. So product side and a good example of this is, let's just say I want to launch a marketplace and I want to make sure my marketplace has a running list of all the newest in this example. Let's just say the new home construction projects in a given area. You know, Appify and the team at Appify can obviously create the scrape that allows you to pull those homes from whatever this original source is. So let the larger marketplace do the heavy lifting. You've created your niche marketplace that just focuses on one aspect of what that larger marketplace does. And now you use Appify to go ahead and grab a list of properties that have been listed within a few minutes after they appear on the original source. And that then gets automatically categorized and loaded to my marketplace as a new listing. On the product side, on the data side, I can just go ahead and digest those lists and run pivot tables and run some analysis on some trends that I see. Or I can maybe hand that off to my sales team and they can do retargeting efforts to the publishers of those new listings. Or they can even use it in just their predictive intelligence on what to advertise at the right time based on trends in the data. If they see more of blank, they put more money an effort into blank. On the marketing side, same kind of thing. It's, it's a situation where you can leverage that data to decide where to focus some dollars and attention and go ahead and also run some account-based marketing efforts and enrich those data profiles to include some level of contact details. Or maybe the data includes contact details. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Actually that's one of the part, that's one of the things that we are also extracting. Like there's information about like the real estate agent, for example, uh, you can extract the data as well, and then you can I don't know automate automate uh, contact with with that with that person and use it. You know if you're. If you're running some, I don't know, a law firm for, for real estate companies, then here, here, here you go. There's a great source of, of leads, you know. And the, actually, the number of options is infinite.
1: And I want to make sure people understand, Appify is not a place you go just to order a web scrape. Yes, you can do that there. And yes, that is part of it. But can you tell the people... Just one last time, what separates Appify from just going to Upwork and having some JavaScript developer write a scrape for whatever marketplace you want to create? Oh, yeah, totally. actually, it's one of, the,
0: one, one of the common use cases, actually. It's a, a lead generation where people are like well, scraping websites and finding contacts to, for example, like specific people in, in certain domains. So be it, I don't know, a list of lawyers or list of medical doctors, because they are like open databases of of the sort. And once you scrape the data from this database, you have actually like high quality uh, address book of of leads you you can actually call and try to sell them your product or services, you know?
1: Awesome. And I sent you this link because what's really interesting is when you mentioned the triggers, of this sort of flow that Appify is the power behind. So it's a situation where you can have Appify sit in your system, your automation system, and it can be used as the original source of whatever the data that flows through that system. So we have one that's pretty popular and it deals with our marketing and sales stack for G Suite users, but it doesn't matter whether you use G Suite or not. And in this situation, you can replace the origination source. In this case, we had data enrichment, just a avatar of a person. Um, Jan, just to give you the two cents, there's a flow that I sent you, and it's it's a situation where you have data enrichment flowing into a Google Sheet. And that Google Sheet is sort of your central repository that updates your CRM, it updates your LinkedIn audiences, your Facebook audiences, and that's where the data sits. So in this realm, we have Appify sitting as the data enrichment source. We pick an audience whether that's new home listings off of the real estate platform that we mentioned already, or whatever audience that you want to start out with. You know, if you're in the auto industry, it could be dealerships. You start out with that enrichment process, and then that flows to a Google sheet. And correct me if I'm wrong in the Appify sense, uh, do we need another connector in between Appify and the Google sheet? We don't, right? Users who come to our website, uh, they can ask, well, they actually ask not only for web scraping
0: services, but, uh, we also provide them with uh, custom integrations to their systems, you know. So, like, quite often the, definition, the, the the project that we're working on is, like, not only to scrape the data, but also to integrate it into their system. So, for example, to upload the new leads into their CRM or to upload the data to their Google spreadsheet and keep it, keep it up to date, you know, or to just connect directly to, the, to their database. So, actually... Uh, the developers that are working with us, working f- for our customers, they are actually used to this kind of use cases and uh, we're doing them every day. And actually quite often we are also providing solutions that are not related to web-, web scraping at all. Actually they are just just for example data integration or data processing pipelines that they want to do and they just don't have the capacity to do it themselves. So we are also able to help these uh, people to Build solutions, and the difference between us and uh, freelance marketplaces like I don't know Upwork.com or Freelancer.com is that like we bring much more uh, structure to that. You know, so on Freelancer you can find a developer who will maybe write some script in Python and then send you a Docker image to that you should run to to perform some action. But you know, there is like a lot of like. Uh, Uncertainty and a lot of uh, variants of of what you actually buy there, and also what we hear from our customers that sometimes they are not, not exactly happy with the, with the outcome there. While on Appify, everything is well structured. That like the developer usually delivers one one actor. That's the that's the box I was talking about. Like the, the unit of of it's kind of like an an, an app running on Appify. We call it actor. So. The user, well, the developer delivers the actor. It has well-defined like input and well-defined list of actions and and outputs and and results which it generates. And then actually, like everything runs on the Appify platform, so it's much easier for the customers to actually use it because there is no kind of uncertainty like how the software will be delivered and uh, how they are how they will be able to use it. You know, and then for example, once they get their actor, they can. Scheduled it to run every day. There are like simple tools on Appify for that. They can plug it uh, Into their other workflow. So for example, they can start uh, this actor using uh, using API call for example or actually by by email you can actually activate the actors By receiving email and then start some pipeline of actions to do something, you know, so Actually when I talk about this like I usually like use a comparison of like you know, before Airbnb, there was also Craigslist, right? You could also get a short-term accommodation there. But what Airbnb brought to the market was actually a well-defined structure, you know. You know, we, you, could, you could rent uh, an apartment there, like uh, all the listings look the same. There is one form, one payment method, you know, and the delivery is always kind of the same. You know, you get like communication from the, the owner Confirmation and so on. So basically, Airbnb brought structure to the short-term rental market, and that actually, you know, allowed them to grow amazingly because people were confident and and uh, they were willing to use it, and actually, they they started to love it. You know, so we hope we can bring more structure into software development marketplace because like once the software is well defined, it runs on our platform. You know, the delivery is kind of kind of specific, uh, it brings a lot of, a lot of confidence uh, of customers to use the platform rather than, than open-ended freelance marketplaces.
1: Got it. So in this world, we we wouldn't need anything in between Appify and the Google Sheet. Oh, no, actually, we, we have an,
0: an actor uh, that can export the data to Google Spreadsheet and uh, it's actually quite uh, easy to use. So uh, you can just send the results directly to Google Spreadsheet or keep uh, your... Spreadsheet up to date with whatever the crawler just 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 crawled a day, you
1: know. This is incredible. So definitely share <laughs> any any sort of links that you have after this call. Uh, I want to I want to kind of put this into an article that's not just talking about Appify in the episode, but I want to I want to flow this out. So I'm definitely going to pick a use case that's really top of mind for me and the audience, and we're going to put Appify into the flow, and we're going to showcase a really good visual of how everything works together. And that's between Appify, obviously the audience source, your repository, in this case, Google Sheets, and then your CRM, and then your outreach system. And LinkedIn is very important to my audience, a lot of B2B users and LinkedIn users. Can we just finalize with anything around LinkedIn that is important to mention with relation to Appify?
0: No, no, you can use it directly,
1: but you know, uh, actually you can also integrate apify with other services
0: we have integration to zapier and for example to integramat we are actually building uh, some other integrations actually it's 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 uh, a space where we want to like focus on more uh, over the next few months to provide like more integrations to 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 these automation platforms so for example you can connect apify to your zapier workflow and just just so, for example, like if you if you find yourself in a situation that uh, Zapier doesn't provide uh, an an app for a specific specific use case, you can actually just just fill the hole, fill the fill the gap uh, using Appify, and either build build yourself uh, an an actor on Appify or contact us and we'll build, build one for you, and then you can just plug it into your workflow to do any custom step that you actually want. And uh,
1: the number of options is is infinite because you can actually run any code there. That's awesome. And, And I mentioned that also because it's on your website where uh, and I'm trying to find the exact mention, but you discuss, I believe, ghost browsing in Chrome. And that's what kind of made me think that I have to bring this up.
0: Oh, yeah. I think like every, every web scraping conversation eventually ends uh, at, at LinkedIn. <laughs> Basically, uh, yeah, LinkedIn is actually one of the very common targets. A lot of our customers are contacting us and they want data from LinkedIn the only issue is that actually microsoft like uh, implemented like uh, i think one of the best protections in the in the industry uh, to prevent uh, web scraping you know and so you can actually like see it yourself sometimes when you access linkedin like sometimes you don't see any information at all sometimes you see some data sometimes you get captcha sometimes you need to log in and so on so uh, LinkedIn in, ge- in general is, is difficult to scrape and uh, partially it's also because most of the, the, the data there is actually hidden behind login. So we need to be logged in as a, as a user but if you're logged in as a user uh, then they can easily figure out that you're opening much more web pages than the normal user could and so if you if you open 100 pages per minute, it's clear that you're, you're, you're a robot, you know, and then they can block your account. So LinkedIn is actually difficult to automate, but I'm not saying it's impossible. It's possible, just more difficult. You know,
1: I I uh, I had to ask. You know, it's this puppeteer and and you know this headless Chrome situation. So it's it's you know it's something that for the product owners it's top of mind. For the developers it may be top of mind. Not for the marketers that listens probably not so much. But it's worth discussing. So I'll show a link to the docs page where that's. Goes into depth, so so you can check that out. I think we covered everything that we needed to cover and more. You've been really generous with your time. Let's do this. Just tell people where to find you, and is there any sort of call to action that you want to mention for getting started with Appify? Actually, like what we see, like uh, increasingly more more websites are
0: being protected by by various like uh, tools that make it more more complicated. You know, for the for web scraping and automation, but you know there there's there are always ways to to uh, work around these these uh, restrictions, and uh, so it's 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 always kind of a cat and mouse game, you know, where you when the companies provide like new new blocking tools, and you need to find new ways how to work around them, and so on, you know. Yeah, well, that that's keeping us busy, you know, and there's always something to 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 some some protection to to work around but you know there is always a way <laughs>
1: It's great. I'm blown away. And um, I I wish I would have come across Appify sooner. But I did. And we're here. And we got this done. And I'm so thankful for having you on and so thankful for the insight. I've learned a lot. And I know the listeners have learned a lot too. So thank you so much, Jan. And let's connect over email. Send me the links that you want me to embed. Oh, yeah. So uh, just check out appify.com. And uh,
0: basically, you have three options. You can either go to library to find what's already out there. Maybe we'll already have a crawler or tool for, for your use case. Or you can build one yourself if you're a developer. We have like extensive documentation and open source SDK and everything like that. And Or if you just don't have time for this, you can just uh, send us your use case and we'll find an Appify expert who will set you up and uh, provide a solution for you.
1: Yeah, have a great weekend. Thanks again. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's talk soon, Jan. Thanks a lot. Yeah.
0: Thank you very much, Alex. And uh, thanks for having me. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 90% of the I,
1: didn't see yeah, I think a real game changer. The marketing automation discussion.